No purple songs can fly? Welcome to our program, produced by the Children in Treatment at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. Our program is about great music made by some terrific young talents. Now, here are the hosts of Purple Songs Can Fly. Hello and welcome to the program, Purple Songs Can Fly on the Voice America Kids Network. My name is Emily Freeman. And I'm Dominic Bala. And today we have in the studio, Stephen Makia. So welcome. Welcome to the program. Hey guys, how you doing? I'm doing, doing good. good. How about you? Oh, <laughs> All right, wonderful. So, so this is the Purple Songs Can Fly studio where the children make yes. and record the very own songs. So this is where all the magic happens. Yes, this here at Texas Children's Hospital. On the 14th floor. Yes. So, Stephen McKee, it's wonderful to have you here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And this is going to be a very interesting episode. Yes. Look forward to it. Yes. So first of all, to get the ball rolling, um, where were you born and where did you grow up? Houston, Texas. Uh, I was born on an A-Leaf. Okay. Yeah, so pretty much of my whole life I've been an A-Leaf. So, okay. <laughs> yeah, 20 years. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so Houston, huh? Yes, Another sir. Another local boy, very good. So, <laughs> do you travel much or mostly just around here? Oh, well, actually, I, I travel a little bit, not too much because yeah. of school, but... Okay, uh, right. I'm going to be going to Dallas next week. So. Oh, nice. Okay. Nice. Now, what were some of your interests um, growing up as a child, as a teenager? What you like to do? Oh, yeah. sports. Sports. Uh, I like playing basketball, football. Nice. You know, I was on football, basketball team in high school. So Nice. Uh, and, of course, music. You know. yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's top. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah, music, I like too. sports. Yeah. Football. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. It's a good thing to do. Yeah. So, ele- what elementary school did you go to? I what went was to, your education like? I went to Pat Neff Elementary. Uh, okay. That's okay. an HISD. Okay. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, pretty good school. Remember what your favorite subject was? Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> not math. If you, if you, if you, if you <laughs> even had one, sure. <laughs> if you even had one, <laughs> I, I love. Actually, I love everything except math. You know, I, uh, uh, okay. reading, reading, reading is good. Reading. Yes, reading is yeah. excellent. Very good. <laughs> it says here you're an identical twin. Yes, that's rare. <laughs> Tell us something about that. That's yeah. very interesting. I mean, it's, it's. I guess growing up, it's always been. Fun to have a twin. I mean, well, it, it's fun sometimes, but then sometimes you, uh, tough at other yeah, times. it's tough because you have to uh, the battle of identity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. But it's it's always good to have a twin because you're never alone, basically. You yeah, know, right. you don't have to walk the halls of school alone or right. anything like that. So. It's fun. Are two good friends with each other? Yeah, we, uh, when we're not trying to beat each other up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're brothers. I've got one too. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So was there ever a, like a confusion? Identical. Would you ever blame each other for things? Always. Give everything? <laughs> <laughs> Always. Like, one time uh, in elementary, my teachers, uh, well, my teacher, she decided to poke fun at my brother's teacher, and she had us switch classes the, oh, whole, no. like, the whole day, so... <laughs> my brother's teacher did not realize that I was didn't realize yeah didn't realize that I was in her class the whole oh, day wow. oh my goodness day, so she was <laughs> <laughs> so she was kind of shocked you know that's great to find out at the end of the day yeah. that's great oh wow 
<laughs> there was a lot of makeup work though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pros and cons of being yeah, right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so though you two look alike and sound alike, you were the one that was diagnosed with cancer. Yes, sir. So tell us something about that. And first of all, what was your diagnosis? Initial diagnosis. Oh, uh, I was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma, uh, okay. stage four, at the age of twelve. The age of okay. And as far as uh, you know, brother-wise, you know we're twins. So mm. at the when I got diagnosed, of course everybody panicked because we're twins. So everybody yeah. thought, you know, oh my brother's gonna catch it. But he didn't. But, yeah, he didn't. Twenty Turns years later, you know, well, right. fourteen, some yeah. years later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he still <laughs> has it, so it's mm. good. Funny how it works, but and anyway, <laughs> what tr- what treatment did you go through? Well, I went through uh, chemotherapy. Uh, mm-hmm. I took, oh, I can't even remember. <laughs> but I understand. Like, it's just, yeah, it's just been like, I went through chemotherapy and, you know, it, I went through six months of it. Oh, okay. okay. I see. I see. Yeah, there's lots of different paths. It's yeah. difficult to remember who takes exactly. what path and right. exactly <laughs> what kind of chemotherapies <laughs> yes, you take. I understand. And when was this? What month of what year were you diagnosed? Well, I was diagnosed in March 2006. Uh, okay. 2006. And then okay. Uh, I went through, you know, chemotherapy. And uh, everything went through. It was a very good process, and it all ended in almost October 2006. Yeah. Awesome. Well, okay, so initially, how did you know something was wrong? Well, the, f- the funny story about that is uh, I was actually uh, I was actually with my brother. We, were, we, play, we play a lot. Bas- we play basketball a lot in the neighborhood yeah. and whatever. And uh, one day, you know, it just started. We used to go outside so much, you know, we weren't the average, you know inside right. <laughs> Kids, but you know we, we used to go outside a whole lot and uh, I started noticing uh, different things you know I wasn't able to do certain things and whatnot. Mm. and so one day I went inside the house and I was uh, taking a shower and I realized I had this big bump on the side of my chest mm-hmm. and I was wondering you know what is this whatever so I went to my brother and I asked him you know to, if I could feel his chest and I felt his chest and it wasn't there and then I asked him to feel mine and then he was like, oh, you know, he started panicking. He ran mm-hmm. to my mother. And my mother, uh, or my mother uh, touched my chest. That's when I knew something was wrong. So yeah. Yeah, that's how I found out. I see. I see. What, you, it says here that you made a song when you were 12 years old. Yes. I can make it. How did you first get in touch with Purple Songs Can Fly? Yeah. Well, uh, Miss Anita had came to me uh, one day. Uh, you know, I was going through chemotherapy. Mm-hmm. I was about to go through going to chemotherapy and I was shy I still am shy today but <laughs> you know I was seriously shy back then so I didn't uh, first I didn't want to do it but then you know my mom looked at me and you know when we went back in the room because we had initially we had initially told Miss Anita that you know uh, come back you know maybe right. you know which right. for me was no I don't want to do it yeah. <laughs> but, oh well know. I have an appointment right now and yeah, right. I, I need to go so right, but my mom she took me into the room and uh, I was going through treatment or whatever and then my mom was like you know you need to uh, go in there with Miss Anita you need to mm. write write the song you right. know do it you know express yourself. Thank you, Mom. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to get to hear that song later on in this episode, but for now we're going to end this segment with another Purple Songs Can Fly. I'm an American cancer soldier. It was written by Mary Jo when she was eight years old. So don't go away. We'll get right back to you later on.
have we got a show that will keep you on the pulse of the fashion world. Our hosts are two teens who know fashion, and they have the inside look when it comes to fashion for our generation. Tune in to Fashion Forward on Voice America Kids. We'll discuss what's hot and what's not, the latest in fashion trends, things to look for on the horizon, and more. Fashion Forward is your weekly guide to what to wear today, tonight, this weekend, and this season. Tune in every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Fashion Forward on the Voice America Kids channel. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune in to Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. listening to purple songs can fly on the voice america kids channel to find out more about our program please visit the website at purplesongscanfly.org now back to our show hello everyone welcome back to the purple songs can fly program on the voice america kids network i'm dominic Dabala and i am emily freeman we're going to get back to our episode talking with Stephen mckia so welcome back <laughs> so in the last one we were talking about your initial diagnosis and being an identical twin, yes. and we mentioned you made a song with Purple Songs Can Fly. Let's go into detail about this. Okay. Every child has so many memories about their diagnosis, and it's an amazing mm, story. Yes. I'd like to use this segment to talk about that. Right, cool. Right. What were some like doctors, nurses, any memories that you have? And that Ooh. really stood out to you. Ooh, it's a whole lot. Uh, I mean, sure, I'm I mean sure. like... You get the whole segment to talk about it. Yeah. yeah. It's just... If I could remember, well, first, Dr. Dreyer, mm-hmm. the first one. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Dr. Nasser, Dr. Mm-hmm. Erwelli, uh, Dr. Stubman. That was my last doctor, so, you know, okay. he's... I mean, that man is awesome. He's yeah. a very <laughs> awesome doctor. Uh, and then just the nurses and the, the counselors mm-hmm. and, you know, the people who come here every day, you know, yes. to to see that all the cancer patients, you know, the kids yes. are taken care of and treated, you know, especially, you know, just all of them, you know, even the ones that do what didn't, I didn't get a chance to meet, you know. Right, them. there's so many you know, of just, them. Just, you know, right. shout them out, you know, because yeah. they're, you know, they're doing a very good job up here, yes. you know. Just, yeah. Yes. Wonderful people who help us out. Oh, totally. And don't forget Miss Anita. Yes, Miss Anita. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can't forget about her. She is. Yes. <laughs> so tell us about the inspiration for this song, I Can Make It. How did this song come about? Yeah. Well, when I first got diagnosed with cancer, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it was a lot of things that, uh, well, I had, well, let's say I lo- I was 12 years old, you know, mm-hmm. you know, at 12 years old, you don't really have a relationship with God, I want right. to say, you know, not a very strong one. Well, for me, it wasn't. Not necessarily. You know, yeah. yeah. And uh, at that time, you know, the, the faith that I did have just deteriorated, like, mm-hmm. all the way. And I, I considered myself that, you know, that it was the end, you know, I was going to be one of them sad stories, I guess, mm-hmm. you know. And, uh, but my grandmother, you know, she was 82 at that time. <laughs> she 
for the moment I got diagnosed, she kept telling me, you're going to make it. You're going to make it. You're going to be okay. It's going to be okay. You know, and every time I'm like, man, they know they're saying that shit. I'm like, no, no, you're going to make it. You know, watch. You're going to go back to the hospital and they're going to say this. Watch this. You know, I'm like, oh, nah, you know, I don't know what you're, you know, I don't know. You know, I'm not understanding. Right, right. Every, I noticed that every time my grandmother would say something, you know, uh, I would go to the hospital and I would, you know, it would be the total opposite of what I thought would happen. Like, really? I thought they would tell me, oh, you know, it's getting worse or, you know, it's, you know, yeah. mm. something's wrong, something's not happening, you know. Even my setbacks, my grandmother would say, you know, oh, it's watch this. God, yeah. God he has you. It's going to yes, be okay. Amen. Whatever. And, you know, just from that point, it just built some kind of faith in me, mm. you know, just seeing her faith in God, just seeing her faith right. in, you know that faith that things will get better, you know. And she didn't only just have faith in God, she had faith in the doctors up here and the, yes. the nurses and everybody, you know, that would take care of me, you know, that, you know, I was going to, they were going to see me through, you know. Yeah. They, they didn't did. let you down. Yeah. God didn't let you no. down. Exactly. <laughs> You're now. Right? Yeah. yeah so, They're in you know, good hands. Exactly. Yeah. So. so that song, I Can Make It, sort of came from your grandmother's keeping you going and inspiring you, yes. her faith and her telling you that it's going to be okay. Yep. What an that inspiration. you really did make it. And that's <laughs> what the song yes. is. What an inspiration. So you were 12 when you were diagnosed and when you wrote it. How many months passed b- b- between diagnosis and when you wrote the song? Oof. How far on was Not it? Not that much. Not that much. Yeah. yeah. One month. Yeah, about one on. month. Yeah, yeah. Okay, wow. Very quickly. Mm. Okay. So we're <laughs> actually going to end this segment with that song later on. Yeah. So look forward to that. <laughs> um, are there any more memories that you'd like to talk about? share with the listeners. Oh, well, it's always, I mean, it's always <laughs> one memory that I like to uh, poke fun at. It's yeah. uh, the one with me and my brother, uh, because I used to have to take shots uh, every night, in the morning and mm. night time, and you know, I was scared of shots or whatever, and my brother, you know, for the first time, I would take them by myself, you know, because my mom mm. was giving them to me, right. and then all of a sudden, you know, my brother, he would come in the room, and I guess one day... He had seen me, seen the process, because he normally he didn't see the process. Mm-hmm. But one day he walked in the room and he seen me, you know, my face, you know, standing there, you know, <laughs> scared right. of the needle right. and everything. And one, he just came to me, he like grabbed my hand and he held my hand and, you know, like squeezed mm-hmm. it a little bit. And from that point on, uh, every day I had to take a shot, whether it was in the morning or in the evening, he would mm-hmm. always come, you know, to the room Aww. to hold my hand or whatever. And like I'm telling you, he did that from the beginning to the my last shot that I had to take. Really? And like I'm talking, he would come from football practice. I mean, just walking out from football practice, tired and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, already just just go to my room and just hold my hand, whatever. Really? Yeah, stuff like that. So it's you know, if anything, that's one sincere story that you know i have to tell there for you, yeah, yeah see yeah. i was never really good with shots oh, ever exactly. i mean I, I look at the needle <laughs> and i just about pass out right and i mean it got to where i had to have a daily shot as well yeah, yeah and um you need that support yeah definitely, yeah definitely. yeah is definitely. it just you and your brother or were there any other siblings oh no just me and my brother okay you too okay brother. we're about to wrap up this segment and we're going to end it with your song i can make it that you wrote when you were 12 but before that, could you open it yourself with your voice now and we can hear that? <laughs> and do a few bars. A bars <laughs> right. And then we'll end it with the old, with the old recording. Yes. Okay, cool. Take it away. Lord, I thank you for all you've done and all you say you do. Lord, I thank you for keeping me and all that I go through. 
Lord, I know you'll see me through because you love me too. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord.
Join us every week for the Paper Hope Street Team. None of our topics are off the table. This is a program that you can listen to and discuss with your family. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the Internet radio airwaves, we'll talk about the topics you want to talk about, such as friendship and relationships, or some more controversial issues about sex, drugs, and underage drinking. Join the Paper Hope Street Team live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. Let's talk soon. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. What about the world concerns you? Is it future success? Is it world issues? Are you just looking to change the world in general? Tune in to What Up World. It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, or what you look like. Everyone is entitled to the same chance for success. Follow your dreams. Move forward. Make a difference. Tune in to What Up World every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. the world concerns you is it future success is it world issues are you just looking to change the world in general tune in to what up world it doesn't matter who you are where you come from or what you look like everyone is entitled to the same chance for success follow your dreams move forward make a difference tune in to what up world every friday at 2 p.m pacific time 5 p.m eastern time on the voice america kids channel It's Kids and Cars. If you could get behind the wheel of your favorite hot car, where would you take it? Join your hosts, who are both car enthusiasts, as they take you inside, on the road, and past the pits with your favorite concept cars. This is your chance to burn rubber and leave the others behind in the dust. Tune in to Kids and Cars, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. If you missed the show, you might as well be stuck in the garage. Your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel.
We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? Get ready for Kids' First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Your hosts, all eight of them, have been selected by Kids First as film critics through a national competition. Each week, they will preview new movies before you see them, walk the red carpet with the stars, and will review the latest DVDs. Our hosts range from ages 7 to 14 to give you a wider kids' perspective. Kids' First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Real kids, real talk radio. You are listening to Purple Songs Can Fly on the Voice America Kids channel. To find out more about our program, please visit the website at purplesongscanfly.org. Now back to our show. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Purple Songs Can Fly program on the Voice American Kids Radio Network. I'm Dominic Tabala. And I'm Emily Freeman. And we're going to get back to our interview with Stephen Makia. This is the third segment of our episode, and it's going to be so incredible. We're going to be talking about a trip to Washington, D.C. in 2009. Yeah. I hear that Olivia Newton-John was there. Was yeah. part of it. This is a huge trip. Let's talk about that. How yeah. did this first come to be about? Well, I remember uh, um, I remember my mom telling me that uh, Miss Anita uh, wanted um, me to come uh, to the hospital to meet up with her and other uh, kids who wrote songs mm. who wrote songs to fly right. to write a song uh, that we'll be writing a song together for Olivia Newton John. Mm. And at this time, you know, I was like what fifteen, something like that, <laughs> and, and I really didn't know who she was. But then, you know. When my mom, my mom's reaction kind of told me that she was the real deal, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like so, I, so this whole time I'm like, you know, okay, I love you, little John. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. And my mom's like, are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, oh yeah. And then uh, yeah, so, so, so we end up uh, meeting in the hospital uh, in the old uh, Purple Songs Can Fly studio, uh-huh. and you know. We uh, all sat together. We wrote a song called "Hope Is Always Here," mm. and um, it was a beautiful song, a very beautiful song. Mm. And uh, uh, Olivia ended up singing on it, you know. And we ended up performing at the oh. Verizon Center. So it was a very amazing and remarkable nice. experience, you know. I, especially when I seen David Foster, like I, I didn't know who Olivia knew John was, but trust <laughs> me, I knew who David Foster was. <laughs> but, you know, the, the talented. I mean, so much talent, you know, and you know just. Meeting him, and I remember being on the stage with him while he's playing mm. piano, and it was like kind of like a shocking moment. I was like, oh. mm. <laughs> like you know, like, <laughs> like like is this really happening? This you know, really like, yeah, you know, because he's worked with some people like Mariah Carey and you know other people, yeah. like, like like, and it just been like, okay, whoa, like that's the Foster. <laughs> this singer. is huge. Yeah, you know, and then I'm like pinch me now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and you know, just the way they handled the handled this, themselves and just presented, mm. you know, or treated. You know, the yeah. Purple Songs Can Fly family and everything. Yes. You know, it was a fun and uh, amazing experience. Mm. You know, especially it was my first time being on an airplane going to Washington, D.C. Oh, yeah. So, really? <laughs> yeah, so that was kind of, and, and it's kind of, the funny thing about it is that it wasn't just my first time because my brother and my mom went too. So it was like, uh. you know, like three kinds of crazy. <laughs> you know, we can't. Everything's we can't, happening at once. Yeah, exactly. I can't console you because you need consoling. <laughs> I can't help you. Yeah, you know, so it's like, <laughs> 
So we're all trying to be cool, but actually we're all freaking out. Like, oh, no. and then they put us all by each other, so that didn't make it no better. Like, like, <laughs> like oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. So oh, I mean, no. so yes, that was a very amazing experience, and you know, it's one that I'm gonna cherish forever. You know? Okay. So this song, Hope Is Always Here, you wrote it by yourself, or you wrote no, it with who? No, no, no. I uh, wrote it along with Zachary, oh, uh, Zachary. Miss Anita, okay. uh, Nikki, okay. uh, Mary Jo. Alex and um, also Olivia and uh, Dan Foster have some okay. Okay. So we're all here together okay. and then who performed it? it was Olivia Newton-John and yes uh, everybody that I just named for a purple song they, were, they all sung in choir yeah we all fire. in front of 20,000 people it was like oh, wow. crazy it was, uh, was it on TV? yes it was, oh. that's the crazy thing wow. I still have the taping it's crazy like just think about it because we're all oh yeah trust me it's on there like, <laughs> okay. I have, I've had to show people that hey yeah I was with Dave Foster yeah look look on YouTube that's me right there that's me that's me you know I have to pause it like just to make sure <laughs> yeah that's me yeah look it's your slow motion yeah exactly that's awesome. how you do it <laughs> Hope is always here. Yes. So how long were you in Washington, D.C.? We were in Washington for about three days. Three days. Mm -hmm. And you got to see how many, I mean, there's so many things to see there. The Reflecting yeah. Pond and the Lincoln Memorial. Right. Yes. Did you do the yes. whole nine yards, Did everything? the whole nine yards. Nice. I mean, of course, we have a, 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 this is our first time, me and my mom, my brother, first time leaving yeah. Houston. So, uh. well, well, our first time, you know, she's left, but not by plane. Right. And she's never been to Washington. So, for the first time us going to Washington, you know, she had us going everywhere, like just pulling yeah. us left and right. right. And we're just like, no, we do not want to go. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't care. Like, you know. Yeah, come look at this. Come look exactly. Like, you know, and, and then, you know, when I got to high school, middle school, and things like that, uh, and um, I hear professors talk about, oh, you know, uh, the Lincoln Memorial, whatever. Uh, I'm like, hey, I got a picture right, at the Lincoln Memorial. So, you know, now nah, it's for my benefit. So, you know, uh, <laughs> So this big performance, Hope is Always There, there was also a skater, and you were in the choir, yes, and Lily John Newton was singing. Tell us something about that big experience with a big audience. Was that your first time performing <laughs> on a scale that big? Of course, that was like mm. just you know twenty thousand people like come on, like, that's, 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 that was ridiculous. Like I think the thing that uh, the reason why they're famous because the lights mm -hmm. were kind of dim, so you know, yeah, right. so we couldn't see. But you know, I was like, whoa, you know, we could hear them, and you know, we just had Dorothy Hamill skate, you know, and mm. to see her the core uh, uh, the choreography that she put together for that dance was uh, amazing you know so and it's on youtube now so anyone oh, who's yes. listening to this can just just look YouTube, up open like it there and it's yeah. you watch the performance it sounds incredible <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> meeting these really famous people and getting to perform with that tell us something about your conversation with them olivia J newton john and um, Dorothy Hamill and well, did you go to lunch with them? I mean, well, <laughs> have <laughs> well, uh, a spot of tea. <laughs> you know, during the whole rehearsal process and the whole, you know, just us getting to Washington D.C., you know, they were very, you know, very just generous and very open. Mm and very nice people, you know. Yeah. They're not like oh, how everybody perceives celebrities to be and whatnot, right. but you know, like, right. you know, Olivia Newton-John just opened us, uh, oh, just, she just 
came to us with open arms and everything. You know, you thought she would have known us for like years. Like, you know, yeah. like it's crazy. And Dale Foster, you know, he, you know, during the rehearsal process, you know, yeah, it wasn't like, you know, okay, oh, you know, do this, do this, do this. You know, it was yeah. always, you know, it was okay. Hey, you know, try this, try this, you know. Like that, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So it was right. like a very just, you know, humbling and Chill. a very amazing experience. Yeah. yeah. Something that I don't think most people know is that Olivia Newton John is a cancer survivor herself, isn't mm-hmm. she? So that right. was, was there like a connection? This was really a big get together for that reason, mm-hmm. even more so. Oh yes, it's always gonna be a connection with that, you know, uh, and that's something, see, that's something I didn't know until uh, further down, I right. stayed there. And, uh, and I could tell, you know, she's, you know, she's a breast cancer survivor, so mm-hmm. I could just see the, the transparency in her, you know, like right. just see, you know, that uh, she was doing it for the right reasons, you know, mm-hmm. and things like yeah. that, you know, so it was a, very amazing and very, you know, just... That's great. Wow. Do you ever think you get to go back to Washington, D.C. later on? Oh, wow, hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, it's about time to wrap up. Don't want to go with my mom, though. Of course. It's about time to wrap up this segment, so we're actually going to end it with that song, Hope Is Always Here. In this world where music is, I heal it for your soul. Sing with me. And share a song of hope to make you whole In this world where laughter is The joy inside your heart Look inside, you'll find it No matter where you are Learning to be thankful Each and every day No one loves the answer that lights us on our
15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon appetit! Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You are listening to Purple Songs Can Fly on the Voice America Kids channel. To find out more about our program, please visit the website at purplesongscanfly.org. Now, back to our show. Hello, and welcome back to the Purple Songs Can Fly program on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Dominique Tabala. And I'm Emily Freeman. And this is our last segment of the episode. We're interviewing Stephen Makia. So welcome back, and we're going to wrap this up. Exciting episode. Um... There's so much to talk about. Yeah. Now that you're done with your diagnosis, what are your plans for your future? Oh, well, uh, <laughs> graduated high school yeah. uh, in 2012, so that was a major accomplishment for me. Uh, you know, and then uh, I've done uh, two years at ACC, Houston Community College. Mm, okay. uh, and now I'm, go- uh, now I'm going to be transferring to the police academy. Police uh, academy. Uh, right. So it's going to be, you know, of course I don't want to do no push-ups, but <laughs> you, know, you, you have to do what you have to do. So, yeah, so it's going to, I can't wait to get started. So mm, That yeah. works. Yes. Good yeah. luck. Yes, indeed. Thank you. Yeah. I think you're um, performing with Purple Songs Can Fly right now. Do you tell us something about that? Wow, it's amazing. Every, uh, it seems like every event that, that I go to always gets better. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, recently we just did uh, the Houston's uh, Symphony uh, Day of Music. And, yes. you know, that was like a, whoa, like that was amazing, you know. And, <laughs> and you know, just to see the different people from Purple Songs Can Fly and them singing and then meeting Melissa from Fox mm-hmm. uh, News, you know, that was... Oh, wow. And I didn't even know, like, just to hear her tell me her story about how my song, you know, <laughs> right. helped her. And, like, and it was crazy. <laughs> One crazy story about that is, like, you know, she was actually singing along with me during the whole song. <laughs> so, you know, just like, whoa, like, you know, I watched this lady on TV. Yeah. Like, like, she's like, <laughs> you know, like, okay. <laughs> and it could be like, oh, yeah, you know, I yeah. wrote this song. Wow. And, yeah. yeah, I wrote it. 
Yes, yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> you still performing with Purple Songs Can Fly? Oh, yeah. Right now, you travel it. Do you travel? Whenever they need me. Whenever they need me. <laughs> purple Song, I got Purple Blood now. <laughs> there you go. Purple Blood, I like that. T-shirt. Okay, so you actually wrote kind of a sequel to I Can Make It. Yeah. And recently, Strong Faith, Strong Finish. You wrote yes, that indeed. just a while ago, right? Yes, indeed. Tell us yeah. about that song. Yes. Well, that song, basically, uh, I lost my grandmother, I want to say, last mm. year. Mm. Uh, Sorry. Uh, uh, last year, um, I think last year in, yeah, last year, March, okay. some that time. And, you know, that was a very hard process for yes. me, you know, just get it back to myself, yeah. you know. And then at that time, uh, one of my close friends was losing her mother at the same time, mm-hmm. so it was like, okay, whoa, like a whole lot yeah. of stuff was happening. And so I remember uh, telling Miss Anita I wanted to come sing, a, uh, write another song for Purple Songs Can Fly. Yeah. And I was, you know, at that time, I was just trying to come up with something like, ah, uh, da 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 you know, <laughs> see what works, you know. And the funny thing about it is I was driving on my way here the day of, and mm-hmm. I tell you, I didn't have... I had songs that were previously that I could just came up here and just, you know, sing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, it'll be right. okay. Yeah, okay. Right. But I was driving and the word strong face, strong finish came to me. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting like, you know, what do what you, you know, what's going on here? Yeah. And then I just kept hearing, you know, and, and I, as I continued riding on it and thinking on it mm. while driving don't do that <laughs> you know, but, but, but you know i started to hear the words that you know no matter what i face i know i finished this race i can make it and so they're like okay i can make it sequel you know so okay yeah, yeah that works awesome. you know kind of full so, circle yeah, yes yeah, yeah, yes almost a tribute to your grandma Help right, to make definitely. it through. Exactly. In fact, if you listen to the recording, I say my grandmother and my friend's mother mm. uh, name at the end. So, you know, yeah. Mm. Very nice. Actually, definitely. we're going to end the segment with that song later yes. on. Yeah. So, strong face, strong finish. We'll get to hear yes. that. So, Stephen, um, how has Purple Songs influenced you and your family? And what kind of an impact has it made yeah. on you overall? A big impact. Like, when mm. I tell you that my family, like, and it spreads throughout my family, I'm talking about from Indiana, like Chicago. <laughs> Like, okay, from right. them, like, they're like, oh, Purple Songs Can Fly, you know, liking yeah. the Facebook page and everything. I'm like, okay, yeah, right. I'm like, okay guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, I mean, it's, you know, my mother loves Miss Anita, loves mm. Purple Songs Can Fly. You know, my auntie has become like a, like, just a, whoa. A big fan. Yeah, oh, any right. of Purple Songs Can Fly, you know, and, and you're singing, like, nah, I want to go, I want to go. You know, mm. my cousin, my brother, you know, and then recently at the Houston Day uh, of Music, yes. uh, I brought two of my friends, you know, they wanted to come to see what it was about, you know, Purple Songs Can Fly. Because I'm always saying Purple Songs Can Fly, you know, so they're like, okay, we want to see what it's about, you know. And then they show up there, and like my friend, he was recording uh, the whole thing, me singing. And the whole time I was laughing with my mom because I went back and I looked at the recording, and the whole time they're talking like, are you serious? Like, what? Yeah. Like, wow. Like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah. <laughs> I tried to tell you guys. <laughs> like, yeah. So, I mean, Purple Songs Can Fly, like, I'm just mm. very grateful for, you know, yes. the opportunities that I get uh, while uh, being a Purple Songs Can Fly. So, mm. yeah. Very good. That's really cool. We're going to end this show with a song by Steven. He wrote it when he was 20, and it's called Strong Faith. Strong finish. Thank you all for listening. Thank you, guys. I won't give up. I'll win by faith. I won't be scared because I know I'm covered by His grace. 
strong faith, strong fitness, strong faith, strong fitness, strong faith, strong fitness, I'll win by faith. I will stand tall, stand through it all. I know that God will catch me if I fall I won't let go of His hand With God I know, I know, I know, I know I can't stand I won't give up scared because I know I'm covered by His grace. Strong faith, strong finish, strong faith, strong finish, strong faith, strong finish, I'll win by faith. No matter what I face, I know I'll finish the race I can make it I can make it Oh no, no matter what I face I know I'll finish the race I can make it I can make it Because I won't give up Because I won't give up. Rest in peace, Granny. Rest in peace, Deborah Ann Arnett. Thanks for listening to Purple Songs Can Fly. We'll see you again next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. And remember, for more information about the Purple Songs Can Fly project, visit www.purplesongscanfly.org. 
We'll be back with more music next week. My name is Lindsay Marie from Bookworm, and now from the Kidstar Album of the Month, here's Mr. Saxophone Dave Farmer with the Gila. In the Mexican desert, there lives an orange and black lizard called the Gila Monster. Hey! I am not a monster! That is my feelings. No offense, that's just what they call you. That's just me! I am not so bad. My apologies. Now, the Gila Monster's skin is blotchy and bumpy. Hey, what's your problem? This interview is over if you can't be more nicer. Sorry, let's see. Uh, how's this? His skin is an abstract pattern of stripes and spots. Hey, I like that. Abstract. That's cool. And man, does he love to dance. Make some room, Gringo. I don't go so fast, but I make every move count. Look out! that is. Wait, you're okay with that, right? Yeah, I embrace it now. It's it's who I am, you know? Hey, you hungry? Uh, I can eat. <laughs> my brother has a great little place on turkey. Sounds great. Here, we'll take my car. Let me uh, get the door for you. Okay. Hey, hey watch my tail. Oh, sorry. sorry. Uh, it'll grow back, but I like the one I got. Oh, go ahead. I got you. I got you. Gracias. That was Dave Farber, Mr. Saxophone, from the Kidstar Album of the Month. Check it out on our website, kidstar.org. <laughs> 